0: Hello and welcome to another episode of The Emma Gunn Show. I am your host, Emma Gunn-Awardner, and it's time to update you on how I've been getting on with the fourth of my 26 habits. Now, if you're new to 26 habits, I'm setting myself two-week challenges to either make or break a habit with the intention of giving myself 26 micro wins throughout 2018. As you know, I have teamed up with The Pool, the most excellent website, the link for which will be in the show notes, to bring you 26 habits and the brilliant Hannah Varrell, their junior AV producer, is joining me on this particular journey of sobriety. Now, first and foremost, because I will, first and foremost, first and foremost, because I will always be honest with you, dear listeners, although this habit started on the 12th of February, the last alcoholic drink I actually had was on Saturday, the 3rd of February. So I'm a little further into this than the timeline would actually suggest. This wasn't deliberate. I just happened to have not had a drink the week before I started. But what's interesting is that implementing a no drinking ban on myself from the 12th made me hyper aware and some might say mindful about my relationship with alcohol because I was viewing it through a completely different lens. Now I've gone for a fortnight and more without alcohol many, many times but there's always something different when you know you can't order a glass of red with dinner or when you choose a glass of sparkling water over a flute of champagne to toast someone's birthday. I've been out for dinner twice since I started this fourth 26 habit and especially on the first occasion I was hyper aware of the two glasses of red wine um, on the table next to me. I went for faux with a friend and the red was served in stemless wine glasses which I have to be honest appealed to me as much as the contents and I had to have that conscious thought of no no Emma you're not having any. But what I did appreciate was the excellent night's sleep I had after dinner. Does anyone else have a racing pulse after even one drink? And feeling completely refreshed when I woke up. Hannah meanwhile has been out to the pub a few times she's actually had a few more challenges than I have to be honest Um, she's been to see comedy nights and she said that she didn't miss alcohol but thought that might have been due to the fact that um, oh gosh my English teacher Mrs Riddell would be horrified at me saying due to the fact that just say because she thought that might have been because the attention was on the performance rather on just straight socialising and drinking and chatting Hannah has found that she struggled more at home, funnily, and that her friend and boyfriend were telling her the other night to just have a beer and not tell me, but she stayed strong, which I obviously admire her hugely for. She also really put herself to the test when she made dinner for her and her boyfriend on Valentine's Day, bought him wine but didn't have any. A bit like me, she wasn't sure whether it was because she was so used to having wine with a meal, because she really wanted a glass of wine, or because she couldn't have one. In the last episode, I told you why I thought it was prudent for me to take a step back from alcohol, but since we last spoke, I've been researching other people who've given up or decided alcohol doesn't have a valid place in their lives. I genuinely thought I'd find it quite lonely and more of a change than it's actually been, and more of a challenge than it's actually been, I hasten to add. Finding sites such as Girl and Tonic, Hip Society and Club Soda, the links of which will be in the show notes, has made troubleshooting really easy because every thought and feeling I'm having, they've already had. And I may have a specific type of relationship with alcohol, but even if you have a different uh, bond, shall we say, with booze, these sites are really brilliant resources. You will find the vocabulary in there to articulate and express how you feel about alcohol and your relationship with it if it's something that indeed you wish to explore what has also been absolutely incredible has been the response from all of you both on email direct message instagram and twitter and in the facebook group the link will be in the show notes because we are having a lot of heated debate and fun over in that facebook group So many of you have given up alcohol for the purposes of being more productive or just realizing that it doesn't serve you well anymore. And so many of you have shared with me that you've never even had a drink in the first place, which actually made me wish I mean wish or do I mean wonder? Wonder why I even started drinking. And it was just a rite of passage, or it was when I was growing up. Sneaky bottles of cider at friends' houses when I was 14 was peak rebellion, and at no point did I ever question it. If you went out, you drank. It's social glue. I've had some of the biggest belly laughs the morning after, remembering ridiculous behaviour or shenanigans from the night before that were almost as much fun as the going out itself. I talked about alcohol on my podcast with Caroline Hirons and Nadine Baggett where I made the throwaway comment that I felt a grown-up, or more like a grown-up, if I poured myself a glass of red after a long day. Caroline observed that that was just good marketing and I'd fallen for it and so I was really interested when a a listener emailed me and told me not to feel bad about having been suckered in because there are actually specific courses that are highly specialised in marketing alcohol to people. So yeah, that actually did make me feel a little bit better. Who really wants a glass of red wine when actually what we all really want when we come home after a hard day is a bowl of crunchy nut cornflakes, I mean come on. Everyone's relationship with alcohol is different obviously and as I stated in the previous episode I've never felt as though I really needed a drink but I knew deep down that there was something unhealthy about how I consume alcohol. As I posted on Twitter, if alcohol was a friend you had a great time with but made you make bad decisions, feel anxious and stay in bed for a day feeling sick, you'd grow out of them eventually, right? Or you'd just cut them off. I don't feel bad about the hangovers at university or the excesses at showbiz parties when I was a young journalist. But as a 40-year-old woman who is running her own business, I just don't have time for it anymore. And my relationship is such that I'll rarely have one, and when two glasses can make me feel wretched the next morning, that's why I think it's time to reassess. My ultimate goal from this 26 habits is to reset my relationship with booze so that I can enjoy a glass and dull that impulse or reflex to pour another as soon as the glass is empty. What I would like to achieve from this habit is to change the way I drink forever, whether that's a decision to completely abstain or an effort to build the muscles that will allow me to exercise restraint. Whichever of those things I settle on, a fortnight won't be enough time to tell, but it's a really good start. So... Has anyone else given up alcohol for 26 habits? Has anyone else given up alcohol for longer than that? Who else is doing this side by side with Hannah and I? Please do send me an email. Let me know. Let me know your progress. Let me know your thoughts and feelings to thebeautypodcast at gmail.com. Slide into those DMs on Twitter and Instagram where I am at Emma Guns, And, you know, send me a tweet, comment on a post slide into the dms as i've said before there's a lot of chat going on and oh that facebook group where we really are having all the fun literally all the fun thank you ever so much for listening all the links will be in the show notes on EmmaGuns and itunes.com and i will see you on the main show